to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and this is my daily podcast. I am a former radio personality here in San Diego. Been doing radio for 19 years, so used to informing people about what's happening, what's in the know, pop culture kind of guy. And when I was laid off back in January, I just got so used to telling people things that I started a podcast. And every day on my podcast, I share information with you guys, pop culture news, uh, you know, things going around the world just to keep you in the know and also sprinkle in some laughter in there because especially in the time we're living in in right now, we need the laughter. But uh, yeah, that's what the podcast is all about. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate the support. If you are listening via a podcast service, please do me a favor and hit subscribe so you can get the latest uh, podcast that I put out every morning. Uh, if you are one of my 12 elite listeners, thank you again for listening to Life with Hula. So enough about the intros. It's Tuesday today, and I've got a lot going on in the show, including best friends. You're going to hear a crazy story about these guys that have a long-standing handshake um, that ended up being successful for both of them, and that will be your moment of pure happiness story. I also have some clips. Um, if you happen to miss Comic-Con at home, I mean, obviously you can go back and check out the virtual panels, but I've checked out a couple of panels and things happening around that week uh, for you, so you don't have to look at it, and I'll play some of the clips for you. And also, I have my weight loss update. If you are one of those people that's following my weight loss update, I'm doing another intermittent fast, 40 days. Um, and this is the third round that I've been doing it. So hopefully, I have an update on that, um, as well as other things going on in my life, which I'll share with you in a few. But first, let's start off with some stories to keep you in the know. So the first story to keep you in the know is about a second stimulus check. It looks like U.S. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell outlined the GOP's coronavirus aid plan, the HEALS Act, on Monday. HEALS stands for Health, Economic Assistance, Liability, Protection, and Schools. It would provide a second round of stimulus checks or debit cards to Americans. Uh, McConnell said the direct payments would be the same as the first round, $1,200, with even more support for families that care for vulnerable adult dependents. Now, in the first round, people making $75,000 or less receive the full amount, and those making more than $75,000 receive less, depending on their income. People earning above $100,000 did not qualify for the payment at all. An extra $500 stimulus check was also included for each dependent in the family. Um, according to Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley, he announced a proposed change to the $600 weekly unemployment bonus, which would be replaced by 70% of the person's prior wages. Um, he says, we have learned what we knew at the time, that when you, you pay people more not to work than they would get working, what do you expect? Grizzly said, people will not work. According to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, um, she had a desire to trim the $600 weekly unemployment aid to ensure no more than 70% of pandemic wages uh, to no more than 70% uh, of pandemic wages. She also resisted tackling a relief package in piecemeal fashion, arguing that broader aid is needed for Americans. She says, children are hungry. Families cannot pay the rent. Unemployment is expiring, and the Republicans want to pause again and go piecemeal, Pelosi says. The HEALS Act will also include money for schools, increased testing and treatments, as well as liability protection for employers, hospitals, and schools. 
It will take bipartisan cooperation to make the HEALS Act into law for the American people, says McConnell. Now, Democrats are still pushing for the HEROES Act they passed in May, which included an extension of the $600 a week unemployment bonus, which is supposed to expire at the end of this month. Uh, we just want to make sure that this package that corresponds to the crisis, according to Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin. Republicans actually say that's way too expensive. Um, according to U.S. Treasury Secretary Stephen, is it Munchin? Is that how you pronounce it? We want to make sure with the expiring unemployment insurance, we have the technical fix so people don't get paid more to stay home than they do to work. Um, Munchin, Munchnichin, <laughs> can't say his name, says the current unemployment assistance must be fixed to get people back to work. This is all about kids and jobs, he says. Um, so yeah, we'll see if this unemployment, uh, the HEALS Act, gets passed. Um, we'll find out. Um, hopefully it gets extended. Um, so we'll just all find out together. Your next story to keep you in the know looks like Target has announced it's closing its stores on Thanksgiving Day. I know that doesn't mean a lot for a lot of people because, you know, a lot of people don't have jobs and a lot of people don't have money. But according to Target, they announced that they're going to close their doors um, on Thanksgiving Day as it continues to adjust amid the coronavirus pandemic. This isn't a year for crowds. Um, according to Target, they say this year more than ever, a joyful holiday will be in inseparable from a safe one, and we're continuing to adjust our plans to deliver ease, value, and the joy of the season in a way that only Target can. So um, Walmart announced last week that it will also close its stores on Thanksgiving Day this year to allow associates to spend time with their families. Sam's Club locations will be closed as well. So it looks like a lot of stores, um, it looks like we're not even going to do anything for Thanksgiving as far as, will we actually still be quarantined? Will we have to stay away, away from each other? Are we going to have to do Zoom Thanksgiving days? I don't know. And your final story to keep you in the know, it looks like Kabu postpones 2020 festival at Petco Park. Um, it's postponing it until next year, organizers of the annual music festival announced on Monday. Those who currently have passes will have the option to use them next year or to get a full refund. The music festival was to be held at Petco Park for the first time this year after being held in, Delmar, in the Del Mar Fairgrounds since the first event in 2015. So if you are a pass holder, just so you know, you can uh, keep it for next year or uh, return it for a full refund. And those are your stories to keep you in the know. All right, so a quick update on the weight loss journey. If you don't know, I am doing a third round of a 40-day intermittent fast. It's where I do a fast. I don't eat literally from um, 6 p.m., roughly, more like 5 p.m. to uh, noon uh, the next day. So it's literally a, you know, a long period of time uh, at noon I, and at dinner time. I eat, uh, for both times, I eat six ounces of protein, six ounces of fruit, and eight ounces of veggies um, each sitting uh, for lunch and dinner. And I take these transformation drops that help me lose the weight. Well, uh, Saturday was my first day, and that's the cheat day to get me used to the drops. Um, Sunday, um, from Saturday to Sunday, I had gained weight because obviously I was cheating. It was a cheat day. Um, from Sunday to Monday, I lost a pound. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now, because as I'm recording this, uh, as to remind people, I do record this late in the evening, the day before. So even though I'm saying it's Tuesday, it's actually Monday night, <laughs> um, little secret right there. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's going on. I've lost a pound and a pound, a pound, 
Um, and I'm pretty sure in the morning I'll find out if I lose more weight. Um, but that's the update as of right now. It's going well. Um, it looks like, it feels like this round, I'm not as hungry. I'm not as um, headachey, if that's even a word. I'm just doing well, and it's easier to be on this intermittent fast. Um, so we'll see. First week's always the great, the best week. Um, so I've got 37, eight more days, 37 days, I guess, uh, till the, the fast is over. So wish me luck. Um, speaking of which, uh, yesterday also, uh, Monday was my first day of work. Um, if you didn't hear, I finally got a job after being laid off. Um, in January, I was laid off from the radio station that I worked at, uh, that I worked in uh, 19 years in, in the radio business. I also concurrently worked at a art center here in Escondido, northern San Diego. I got laid off from there in March. Um, so I was unemployed from March until as of yesterday. Yesterday was my first day on the job um, at a resort um, doing hospitality. I haven't physically done the job yet. It was mostly uh, training and orientation. And again, I go back later today. Um, uh, this afternoon, I go in for some training and I'll be working remote from home. So that's definitely a positive. I'm excited for the opportunity um, to see how this all works out. Um, and yeah, if you didn't hear, I work at the Welk Resorts here in Escondido, which is Lawrence Welk. If you remember, he was in um, a long time ago. He was an entertainer, entertainer slash actor. He bought some property here in Escondido um, and created a resort, and now it, the resort still lives here today, um, and it's family-owned. Um, the president of the the actual uh, the actual resort is a relative, a you know, relative of Lawrence Welk. So it's great. I'm excited to see uh, how it works out. But yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll keep you updated on that whole thing. Um, so that's just a little bit about me and the update on the weight loss. Now I'm going into, on Tuesdays, I always like to share um, things that are happening viral, like YouTube or you know social media. And if you missed out, this over this weekend was uh, Comic-Con at home. It was virtual. Unfortunately, it wasn't as successful as people were hoping it would to be. I mean, the positive is you get to be, you're able to see the virtual panels where normally you weren't able to see the panels um, until later, later in the game. Um, but it looks like a lot of panels had um, come out. The biggest panel um, that I'll start off with is the fact that um, the band reunites Bill and Ted's Face the Music um, at the Comic-Con at home. So they brought the cast of Bill and Ted face the music um they brought the director um they brought keanu reeves who plays ted they brought alex winter who plays bill they brought um bridget lundy Payne, who plays ted's daughter um billy uh, Sam samara weaving plays uh, bill's daughter thea and william Sater, who plays death um, the director, Dean Parisot, and writers, Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson. Um, there are some funny moments from the actual uh, movie, or the, the panel, um, especially when Kevin Smith, who was the moderator, um, you know, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Kevin Smith had mentioned uh, his experience being the moderator because he got the chance to see the movie before everyone else. Here he is. Here's a little clip. I, I'm going to, this is a comedy. Um, it, it's a wonderful movie, but I, I cannot tell you how emotional this movie was for me. Last half hour of the movie, I am bawling. And these are not like t 
tears of, they ruined it. They are tears of like, this movie's transcendent. Like they cracked the code. Um, it's a beautiful experience. People have asked me over the course of the last few hours since I've seen it, like, what is it? And I said, I, look, I don't mean this as dismissive. This is the highest compliment I could give something. This movie is adorable. It is to be adored. It makes one feel warm um, in these hopeless times. It's a hopeful movie. It's fun. It took me on a, a time machine journey in and of itself in as much as like we revisit eras that we've been to in the past, seeing George pop up for a moment was like everything. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that and they might cut that out. Uh, hearing reference to old friends, let's say. Uh, everything about it was a perfect viewing experience. I left this office bawling um, and, and mind you, stay all the way through the credits. And first person I saw was my wife and she was like, what documentary were you watching? And I was like, it was Bill and Ted Face the Music. Like, you guys crushed it. Doesn't that make you want to see the movie even that much more? Because he cried. Um, it's just an adorable movie. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see this new movie. Um, here is Alex Winter. Uh, you know him as Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and all that stuff. Um, he talks about his, his experience on this last film. The movie was really hard physically. Um, and it's fun. That's a good thing. It's not all a negative thing. But it was, you know, we're older and they were, uh, the script was more, even more physical than the first two for Keanu and myself, especially. So it, it was super physical. And I remember maybe about halfway through week one, I think we were shooting, not to give stuff away, we we're shooting one of the iterations of our former selves. Um, and I just remember, you know, the whole kind of family is there and all these people have known most of my life. And, and, you know, Keanu and I were kind of getting ourselves up to speed after all this rehearsing. I just remember we, we got into the characters, uh, this sort of rocker characters that we play in this one sequence, and we just kind of like went off. And I remember coming off set and kind of looking at him and looking at me, it was like, Bill's head are fucking back. You know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you don't know. And it's like, and it's not to say we did a great job or anything. You know what, what I mean by this? It's just like internally, they're yes. really fun to play. There's a sort of a kind of you just have to sort of let them go and do their own thing, kind of wind them up and let them run. And then there's a kind of there's a real ensemble feeling to these movies, like me and him together, us and the, and the daughters, the wives, us and death. Um, and when that groove is happening, when it's like working, um, it's be especially because the tone is so specific, when everyone's locked into that tone together. Um, so that's sort of for me the the moment that I that I felt that uh, most emotionally was was the one I think that that Sam mentioned was meeting with with Billy at, at, and the girls at, at Death's house, where it was just all of those things came together. You know, riffing with Sadler again, having him in my face. You know, riffing off of, of Reeves, but having all that baggage of our past that comes to bear <laughs> on it and our and our kids there. That was my favorite moment for that 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 reason, you know. <laughs> and here is Keanu Reeves' take on playing uh, Ted all over again in the newest movie. I can't feel or laugh or do anything like the way that working on Bill and Ted does and working with Alex. I can't. That does that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world for me. So like to to partner up and to work on the craft side of it and then to get to play, get to play these characters that Chris and Ed have created, um, kind of be their children. <laughs> but there's no other place that 
I can laugh like this and to, again, to the craft and then to, to play these characters. Um, just there's, I mean, there's a few scenes that stand out and a lot of scenes actually, but it's like every day there's nothing because Al gives such a wonderful performance and it's so funny. And then playing these Bill and Ted, not only getting to play Bill and Ted, but older versions of Bill and Ted is they're getting more and more, um, upset with us <laughs> but uh yeah there's just you know just getting to play off of alex and 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 the, and the situation in the words i just you can't i can't that doesn't exist anywhere else in the, for me and, and that kind of laughter and that kind of connection like that it's fun i mean it's crazy they did bill and ted's um excellent adventure and Keanu ends up becoming this huge Hollywood star. Alex Winter, not so much. Um, but it's cool that uh, Keanu, you know, is able to come back to this role and, you know, and has so much respect for Alex. So it's, it's good to see. It looks like the movie itself um, is going to be released in theaters if theaters are open um, and on demand simultaneously on September 1st. So get ready to watch Bill and Ted face the music uh coming you know hopefully to your theaters hopefully if not it'll be on demand all right the next video panel that i want to talk about is a show that i love and i highly recommend it if especially if you have um amazon prime it's called upload um it, it has uh the stars robbie amell uh andy alo uh, you might remember her from pitch perfect three kevin bigley from undone allegra edwards from new girl and zanab johnson from america american coco um all of these cast members along with uh executive producer uh, and director greg daniels who was part of the office and parks and rec um they shared behind the scenes details from season one and teased fans what they can expect on season two um, basically, if you've never seen Upload, it is a half-hour sci-fi comedy that takes place in the near future where people can be uploaded into a virtual afterlife of their choice. And Robbie Amell, the star of the show, was asked, you know, how was it for you being on a show, you know, being on this show, having this huge message that we, you know, in essence could be uploaded and, you know, we don't, I guess our conscience never really has to die actually thought were really interesting about the show because you know like Greg, Greg said it's not heaven it's it's built by corporations and the gross parts about life are still involved in it but I like seeing that side of Nathan you know saying that this is all code and everybody should be able to have it because he starts off like a bit of a shallow douchebag and um, you know I think you just get to see a little bit of a different side uh, of him when he when he meets the two gigs and he sees people who you know, have it, don't have it um, as as well off as he does. Uh, you know, even though he's pretty upset with with being kind of owned by Ingrid at the time. There's a line that that Nathan says later when he's giving Nora's dad a tour, and he he says something like, um, you know, uh, I'm I'm a piece of software in a machine, but you're a piece of software being run by a computer made of meat. I think he might be aware that personality and your your who you are is like code but it just depends on yeah it's you know. it talks a little bit about the soul and whether you know being a computer made of meat or a computer made of or you know digital computer the idea of going to heaven versus 
or real heaven or a digital heaven or a digital afterlife mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, what really makes a person a person, uh, whether it's, you know, what you have with you or, or something that, that continues on and goes somewhere else. I love that well, conversation. In a, nutshell, in a nutshell, this show is about meat. We're just making a show about meat. <laughs> <laughs> more intelligent me <laughs> so I'll be honest with you this panel they didn't really like seem to release any behind the scenes for season two you know just a couple of things nothing too major um, too big I don't want to ruin it for you guys if you um, want to still watch this it is um, it, it the panel happened on Thursday but if you are still wanting to watch this panel uh, you can feel free to search um, upload um, from Comic Con at home and your last uh, viral, you know, video that's out there that I wanted to share with all of you guys is um, it was actually done by Entertainment Weekly. They got the cast of Scott Pilgrim versus the World to reunite to do a table read of the cult classic from 10 years ago. It's so insane. It shows um, a bunch of different celebrities like Michael Sarah, um, Brandon Routh. Um, Chris Evans is in it. It's great. They actually did a table read, and here are some of just some clips of them doing the table read from, uh, yeah, I guess just reliving it 10 years later. That's right. This guy at work was like, Steve, do you know anybody in a band? And I was like, I'm in a band. And he was like, You're in a band? And I was like, Yeah, I'm totally in a band. Great story, man. Is there a prize or something? Only a record deal with G Man Graves. What? Who? You don't know? Indie producer of the millennium? Well, if we win, it won't just be Nyes wearing sex but bomb shirts. It'll be the cool kids, too. I will do everything I can to get out of study group and come. And here's another clip from the table read of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I I was thinking about asking you out, but then I realized how stupid that would be. Do you want to go out sometime? Um... No, that's okay. You just have to sign for this, all right? I just woke up and you were in my dream. I, I dreamt that you were delivering me this package. Is that weird? It's not weird at all. It's not? No, it's just like you've got this really convenient subspace highway running through your head that I like to use. It's like three miles and 15 seconds. Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys don't have that in Canada. You don't remember me, do you? I, I met you at the party the other day. Were you the Pac-Man guy? No, not even. No, that was some, that was some total ass. I was this other guy. You know you need to sign for this. But if I sign for it, you'll leave. Yeah, that's how it works. Okay, well, well, maybe we can hang out sometime, get to know each other. You're the new kid on the block, right? I've lived here forever. I can, I mean, I, there are reasons for you to hang out with me. You want me to hang out with you? Um, you know, if that's cool. If I say yes, will you sign for your damn package? So yeah, that happened also the week of Comic-Con, and if you want to look for the whole video, um, it's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World Reunion Table Read by Entertainment Weekly. You can just search it on YouTube, and you'll be able to find that video. And those are uh, things that are happening viral right now. All right, last but not least, I have your moment of pure happiness. It is crazy. Um, A man is honoring a handshake from 28 years ago, splitting lottery jackpot with a friend after winning millions. Can you believe that? There's a man uh, who is a lottery winner in Wisconsin who's living up to an agreement made with his buddy almost three decades ago. Friends Tom Cook and Joe Feeney shook hands in 1992, swearing that if either one of the pals won the Powerball jackpot, they would split the winnings no matter who bought the ticket. Tom of Elk Mound 
was frozen when he realized the Powerball ticket he bought was the $22 million uh, jackpot winner. Um, here he is. Here's a clip of uh, Tom. It's quite an experience when I read them first two or three numbers and I kind of froze and handed them to her and she froze. <laughs> when he says her, he means his wife. Um, but Tom, after he you know, told his wife, he called Joe um, to tell him the news and Joe and avid fisherman couldn't believe it. Here's what Joe said. And I said, are you jerking my bobber? <laughs> Are you jerking my bomb? Bobber is what he said, in case you couldn't hear that. Um, so sold in 45 states, the overall odds of winning the Powerball jackpot are one in almost 300 million. Um, it looks like they both took home nearly $6 million after taxes. And, um, yeah, a handshake's a handshake, according to Tom. We said whenever the big winner comes, we're going to split it. So we buy every week and, you know. And it, that, Not really that, thinking it would happen. That happened many years ago. It just yeah. kind of continued. Almost 20, I think. Handshake's a handshake, man. Talk about friendship right there. Friendship. Jeez, good for both of them. Congratulations to Tom and Joe. Um, enjoy your winnings of the lottery. Um, one day, hopefully, I wish that would happen to me. I'll shake anybody's hand to, to win the lottery. And that's your moment of pure happiness. All right. So that is Tuesday's show. Uh, if you are a new listener to the show, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please make sure you hit subscribe. Again, my 12 listeners, I appreciate you. Just I hope you know that. Um, if you want to reach out to me, you can do so by uh, going to social media and you can search Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D-H-U-L-A as in Hula, the dance. SD, as in San Diego. Um, you can search on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, all of the social media handles, um, or excuse me, platforms, and you can find me there. Um, other than that, yeah, it's it's been such a pleasure to have you guys listen to Life with Hula, my podcast show. I really appreciate it, and we will catch you tomorrow. Have yourself a great Tuesday.